as I get to the top, I can smell them. So I know they're close. I have my arrows already knocked. I'm ready. I'm looking as hard as I can. And then we can hear them. I heard the first ones jump up and then I could hear that they were running down. So I kind of went towards the ledge and was waiting to see if I can see them. And then I sat there for a minute, didn't hear anything. And that must've been what, probably 20, 30 seconds later, then I could hear rustling right where they all started. And that's where the, that, what was that a boar? Mm -hmm. It's a big, big pig. So he jumped up to my left, like I was already a little bit past him. He came out to my left and that's when he ran past John. Like, and I was obviously passionate about changing the arson statute, but like hunting affects, you know, so many people and livelihoods and working for an outfitter and being an outfitter. And mm -hmm. It's just like on so many levels like, yeah. that you could take it personal. And that's when it makes it right. hard to, to turn off. It's not a switch. I had a javelina hunt in New Mexico this whole last month and I didn't get out one day and I knew I was going to come here and if I didn't have this hunt with you, I would just be happy to be done because yeah. it's the same way. It's almost stressful to be leaving because you have so much stuff going on. When I take somebody, my favorite thing is a first time hunter, mm -hmm. like a newer guy, right? Like didn't do it right. But when I take them and teach them and show them these little things, like I, I do a good job at explaining like why we're doing it and what they're learning along the way and why I make decisions. And by the time dude, when they're about crying and you know, they got something in the dirt, it's mm. like, you don't understand, babe. Like this is, this is what I do it for. You can hunt deer in the United States almost every single month. If you look at all the season days, you can hunt from like from July to March. Yeah, because you could you start hunting blacktail in July in California and then Florida has a March season for deer all the way through March. So you could literally go to how many different states and Damn. just like make this, you know, for deer. Epic. Hey guys, real quick before we get into this episode, I need you to do me a couple of favors. First, go give us a review on iTunes. Can't stress it enough. It's really, really important for me to help keep this free and to help me keep it going. Next, get involved with your hunting rights. Go join Howlful Wildlife. Super simple. It takes a couple minutes. You can even do the free membership. I don't care, but be involved. Lastly, I want you to do yourself a favor and up your shooting game and go get your son Phoenix shooting bags. Use promo code John Stallone to save 20%. That's all I got for you. Let's get into this episode. Well, we are in the midst of Havelina season, the ham hunt. That's handgun archery muzzleloader. I got uh, Armando Martinez. Mr. Bo Hitch himself. What's up, everybody? We're sitting here in camp, freezing our nards off. It is snowing, hailing, sleeting, 20 some odd mile an hour wind steady, 30 something mile an hour gusts. Not exactly ideal Pavelina conditions, but. Good country, beautiful country. It is. It's we're, pretty cool to see snow, right? We're in the right spots. Yeah. I mean, yeah, snow in the desert, you know something's up when you when you got that. But uh, it definitely got cold. I'm glad I brought all my stuff because I was warm. But we that, that sideways snow was cold. That sideways everything has been 
the grass is super tall up to your knees and you just see it folded down all the way so it's it's windy i conversely have not been warm <laughs> i didn't mean to rub that <laughs> in <laughs> i forgot my i don't know how why or how but i forgot my I, I, can, I can picture it right now. It's hanging on the back of my chair in my office, my puffy jacket. And I, I don't even know why I took it away from here. So I was down here. I came Thursday night. It is now Monday night. I was here Thursday night with, I came down with my son. And him and I went hunting that morning. We were supposed to be going hunting for me, and he just wanted to go. Ended up happening is that we're helping out Shane with one of my clients. Figured, I'll help him out. Let's get him done first morning. Free my stuff up, and Shane will hang out here and help me out. Plus, Joe and my nephew were going to show up later that day on Friday and hunt the afternoon. And then we would hunt Saturday, the morning of Saturday together. That was the plan. Well, that's what happened anyway. And then Saturday after the morning hunt, I left here, drove up, back up to Phoenix, dropped my son off, went to a concert at the Bird's Nest with my wife, drove back down the next morning to meet you, and then that's, you brought all the fucking hurricanes with you. That was me. That was me. Fuck, that's been in the, it's been in the weeks for the works for about a week i've been watching the weather and it was already destined to be it wasn't supposed to start till tuesday i was gonna say yeah it came early way early yeah it came early i was hoping that we would knock it out either sunday evening that was the plan dude or yesterday that was the plan or uh yeah something or today would have been great we had an opportunity today so leading up to when you got here just to give you a little, I don't know if I told you this or not. And I definitely don't want to put my my client, my my hunter on blast. But we got on like three different herds. And we had five shot opportunities, and just kept falling apart on us, man. I don't know what the hell happened, but we just couldn't get it done. My nephew Anthony, call my nephew. He's actually my cousin's son, so he's not really my nephew technically. But my nephew Anthony, it was later in the day already, it was like noon. And he spotted up a herd. Nice. Cool. And I was like, okay, it's your turn, dude. Because he was the number two shooter. He was waiting. The plan was the client was going to shoot, and then we'd have Anthony jump on a, on the muzzle loader, okay. hopefully try to get up another shot. Well, that didn't work out. So now I did the reverse. I'm like, okay. You are the, you know, you're the number two. Shane and Joe were on the radios, and I walked them both in, and we got on this herd, and we got it tight. And we're probably, oh, we're like 70 yards from them. Well, we were we were using the muzzle loader. Okay, so, that's nice. You know, bow, bow, bow range, that wasn't good bow range, but we could have got closer. I just, just didn't want to, you know, three guys, and Anthony's not really... Uh, a quiet person yet he hasn't figured that out neither was a client really I, honestly the both were kind of loud not like you I mean you're a freaking <laughs> I'm a special creature what, what was that <laughs> <laughs> a drunk a drunk baby giraffe a drunk baby giraffe walking through yes it. yes a windy day 
well, you made them look like ninjas. But today, uh, today, today, yeah. <laughs> today was loud. Today was, but today, <sighs> dude, today was brutal. Those rocks, you can't just, you just can't see the rocks under that grass. No, it's trying to watch you to see if you're looking up and glancing around. It's and tough, you take a man. step and then you fall and then you look up and yeah. like, ah, oh, fuck it. Well, I, I, I almost ate it a couple times myself. But anyway, I snuck Anthony in. Standing on a tripod, he made a 90-yard shot with the, with a muzzle loader. Killed him. Unfortunately, it was a juvenile. I, I. Th- the bigger one was in front of him, and I thought somehow I thought he hit, but I was hand holding my 15s. I didn't oh, even yeah. have my little chest binos. When he shot, I kind of like flinched, so I didn't really like. Plus the smoke, I didn't really get a good glimpse of. But I knew he hit him, and I could see him flopping around over there or whatever. But um, we almost got an, another one. We almost doubled up. I called them back 35 yards and then click. No new primer. Nah, it was a brand new primer. Huh. It just misfired for some reason. I don't know. I've never had that problem, especially now with the Paramount. It's such a, it's got the Veriflames. Yeah, it's a, nice, like, it's a really, like, yeah. really excellent. I got virgin. that gun. It's nice. So. Yeah, unfortunately, my you know my hunter went home without getting one. But uh, I don't know. Let's talk about to it tomorrow, today. What did we? What did we to, yesterday was just. Well, yesterday we didn't even see one. No, a couple deer. Yesterday was just windy though. Like honestly, I wasn't expecting to see much. That wind didn't didn't let up at all. I had a good night's sleep last night. Had a good dinner, and then. Uh, this morning we got out and first thing was not too windy. We glassed up a couple spots where we didn't turn up anything except a couple of deer. Then the wind started picking up and then we came that out. That was like an understatement. That wind yeah. was... It was like blowing us over. Yeah, it was you, a lot. You, yeah, <laughs> what did Shane say? You, you could trust fall this Trust wind. fall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could, you could yeah. trust fall that wind. It was a lot. When we got up on top, yeah, once we finally, we so we went to the first area, we glassed a couple times, moved up, glassed again. Some beautiful country. And then uh, we decided to start working our way out. And we came around to the, to the leeward side, and that's where we glassed up the first group, or the only group so far. Yeah. But, you you actually pretty glassed good, them up pretty good distance away. They were on a face out of the wind. I think Shane was a little butthurt that he didn't beat he you. He didn't too. see them. <laughs> they were they were <laughs> on my side. <laughs> Don't, and they were way like I want to say they were good ways. And they end up working all the way up too, up through that saddle. Yeah. That, all those cathedral rocks in there. Mm-hmm. It's like a real big like big canyon complex that's a really cool spot it was beautiful yeah i've never been back there sheepish sheepish rocks in there little ibexy yeah it was was cool i I dug it it actually reminded me a lot of Mm -hmm. of the floridas that 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 mountain range does kind of it's it there is sheep there supposedly i've never seen them there's supposed to be barbary sheep there and there's at least one breeding pair of Actually, I was told they saw two juvenile rams and one uh, ewe, desert bighorn. Nice. I'm trying to figure out where the hell that came from, man, because that mountain has got to be at least, as the crow flies, 40 plus miles, 50 miles from where 
sheep are normally. It's a long way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so we spot them up. You spot them up. We get set up. And of course, by the time we start leaving the truck, they're already I, – I knew it too because you spotted them pretty late. I was like, they're going to freaking start moving to bed here pretty soon. And um, it took us a bit to get through there. Yeah. took a little while longer than I thought it would take us to get there. Yeah. Just those rocks were brutal, man. Just it's – and all those cats called – dude, look at my freaking – look at my shins. Yeah. My legs look just like I that. I look like I a got chewed pin up. cushion. Yeah. I'm like – we were – Every knee high cat claw the whole way, which is better than west waist high because we've done that before <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah. That's what I was in the day before you came when, with uh, with that uh, kid that was with me. We busted him. He shot and missed. They busted and they ran up and threw it into this deeper canyon, and it was all like chest high freaking. I ripped my other my arm on my puffy jacket. I was pissed. But I was able to call him in. Oh, nice. I called him back in to five yards when we got up in there and we missed again. It was, <laughs> it was frustrating. But, you know, hey, man, it is what it is. Like, I teased him. I teased him a bunch. But, you know, it's like you're not used to this shit. You know, you're from the East Coast and, you know. Oh, it's a new world for him. Yeah, it's just different yeah, hunting. For sure. Different web. Well, no, he shoots. He shoots muscle lure before, but it's just different. It's just different, you know. And and everything's sped up. We're like, you know, they're moving around, and you're well. Okay, he's stopped. He's broadside. Okay, get ready, shoot him. You know, it's not like calm and it's yeah. It's a different world being on this end. Like yeah. I've never hunted with somebody where like, hey, this guy's taking me out hunting. I'm just gonna shut my ass up and listen. Yeah. You know, following behind somebody, like, it's just totally different. I've never, mm -hmm. you know, haven't experienced it that way. So it's it's pretty cool just watching somebody else think and, like, oh, I'm watching and I'm like, okay, we're probably going to walk this way or walk that way or just all the little things, mm -hmm. like, what I think. And then I'm trying to figure out why, what, where. So you know, just for stuff. your reference, I think I would have taken a different route had Shay not stopped like I was planning on going to the left, up around, up the cut, up to the left, and then come across the top of the rocks. That's exactly what I thought we were going to do. That's what my plan was. <clears throat> but obviously, he could see something we didn't see, mm -hmm. and they were more moving to the right. It's one of the benefits, obviously, of having a spotter. Because hell, if we didn't have a spotter and we went up there, we were like, okay, what happened to these pigs? Where do they go? I mean, of course, on the way, I, I would have did things differently. If I didn't have a spot on the way, I would be stopping and looking, stopping and looking, stopping and looking. And I didn't do that. We stopped. Yeah. We were three quarters of the way there before the first time I actually looked up. Ouch. Looked up for him. But, yeah. I mean, you do things differently. When I'm, when right. I'm solo, I do things differently. Or I might, I might not have even gone with you. Yeah. I might have just stuck a radio in your ear and sent you. You know. That would have been probably, Yeah. You know. The spotter is so nice to be set up and bird's eye view because the animal could just be yeah, it's not 20 like feet away and you don't know because they're on the other side of a rise that 
that you didn't that they don't know yeah. was there. They're like, dude, he's right there. Like when he told us, he goes, I don't know how you don't see him. Yeah. And we were thirty seven or what was the first distance? Fifty three yards or something like yards, that. Yeah. So they were right there, but they're small. Then the vegetation is tall. Then the wind is blowing. Mm-hmm. And so when finally I saw the tops of one of their backs come through, but uh, it was nice having him there for sure. Because yeah. he, he put us on him for sure. And then I don't know if they smelt us or what, because they weren't like spooked. Mm-mm. But they kind of moved up through that saddle a little faster quick. than I thought yeah. they would have especially being on the leeward side of the wind and they were going into the windy side. That, like, was, I don't, that was nuts, man. That little saddle that they went up through, first off, it was a little hairy, mm-hmm. a, little, a little scary up there mm-hmm. with that wind. Like I felt it blowing me over. When I drew back on him. Oh, yeah. I was like, no way. Do not shoot, And then the wind, the wind I could see your, caught my bow and it caught me at the same time. And I, I, it was uh, it I was could bad, see your dude. bow bouncing around like a ship on the yeah. ocean, man. I was like, hell no. Yeah. Do not shoot, dude. You were going to miss. That was, yeah. And then that, the cat did blow up an it, arrow it for no reason. Bad shot. I drew back three times. Yeah. So we were close, yeah. you know. I wish I would have loaded an arrow when we got up on that bench. Oh fuck! I, yeah, I would have. I just would have just shot that. Yeah. I couldn't get your attention, so we have these. They go. It's kind of hard to paint the picture, but if you could imagine this, like massive cathedral rock jetting up out of the ground, and like a yucca grassy hillside below it, like sweeping up to it. And then there's a saddle connecting this cathedral rock to another, like, ridge. And we were probably, and I said I did 27 floors. So 27 floors, that's what? That's like 300 foot in elevation. Close, yeah. Something like Between that. the up and down that we did, I'm sure. Yeah, so we, we probably climbed up about 300 feet to get to them. And they were on this, like, ledge with one saguaro hanging off uh-huh. of it. I actually got a little video of it. I gotta okay. show it to you. I gotta show it. Oh, I, I want to go back and look at it. And they were on this ledge. They were skylined, like in oh, so good, forty something yards. Yeah. Like if it wasn't as windy as it was, no. it would have yeah. been a dead pick for yeah. sure. I was on them. Yeah, but also if it wasn't as windy as it was, we would have never got that close. No, it was very noisy, very rocky. Wasn't a shit ton of cover. No, not at all. Not the way we came. No. I think if we would have went through the left, we would have done better with cover, but yeah, the way we came, we were... Yeah. They did never never saw us, though. No. Even with without the cover. Well, we get up on this where they're at. It's literally like a 10-foot by 10-foot bench, mm-hmm. and it's a sheer drop, mm-hmm. well, I mean, down to the bottom, probably 700 feet, Yep. and then a drop on the other side it's just like a little peninsula like i don't even know how why or how the fuck they were up there that made like made no sense to me but they were up there we went up there and armando's in front of me and i'm trying to get his fucking attention because there's a pig five feet to my left in the bushes and i'm like this motherfucker he's right there and i was like i'm trying to get your attention and i I picked up the radio and i talked and i'm like I could see oh, hanging you off. didn't have the freaking mm-hmm. earbud in your head ear, and I'm like, oh shit! And at that point, I said to myself, "Load a freaking arrow, John." And I was right about to do that, 
and that's when he busted out and he ran right at my legs. I was crazy. It was so when we went up to the top, I could smell them. So John's talking about the the cathedral rocks. They're going to be on your left hand side, and then there's a chute that comes up to the right, and that grassy chute is the one that had the yucca and the, all the different cactus and the rocks that were climbing up. That leads to that ten foot little bench up on top. So we climb up, go all the way up to the top, and as we're approaching the top, we see them skylined up there, and that's we were. I was that was the second time I drew back or. Yeah, second, I drew back the second and third time up there on two different pigs. But when I pulled my bow back, I literally almost got knocked over because we were catching so much wind. It was just screaming up that chute. So we let down. They went over the top of that bench. So him and I climbed up, went to the top, and I skirted. I was probably, I got to the crest, didn't see him, and there was some super thick vegetation to my left and about, I don't know, probably seven, eight yards to my left is a cliff wall. And in between me and that eight feet was some super thick cat's claw. I was going to say, not seven yards, seven feet. Feet, yeah, there you go. Yeah, (laughs) it was right there. But as I get to the top, I can smell them. So I know they're close. I have my arrows already knocked. I'm ready. I'm looking as hard as I can. And then we can hear them. Did you hear the first ones? Yeah. I heard the first ones jump up and then I could hear that they were running down. So I kind of went towards the ledge and was waiting to see if I can see them. And then I sat there for a minute, didn't hear anything. And that must have been probably 20, 30 seconds later. Then I could hear rustling right where they all started. And that's where the, what was that, a boar? Mm -hmm. It's a big, big pig. So he jumped up to my left. Like I was already a little bit past him. He came out to my left and that's when he ran past John. But it was, I didn't even, never, never saw him. I just assumed all of them took off when they went down. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, that was close. It was fun, though. Yeah, that was a good... Was but a, that was our only encounter so far. I mean, we glassed pretty hard after that for... I mean, it was already... By the time we got back to our truck, I think it was almost like 11, right? It was already late. It was late, yeah. It was we glassed again until yeah. about 12.30, and that's mm-hmm. when the rain came that was flying that, yeah. in again hard. Yeah. And then rain turned to hail, and then hail turned to snow. Mm-hmm. Came back to the trailer. Mm-hmm. Caught about an hour nap while it was just torrential out there. It was nasty. It was almost keeping me awake with the snow and the sleet hitting the side of the windows. It was, it was, it was loud, pounding. man. Yeah. Yeah, it was so loud. Then we went out tonight. I went actually went to an area that I I don't think I've ever been in, to be honest with you. Like, I think in my head I've been in there just because I've looked at it on the map so many times. But I don't ever remember driving down that road. But there was a lot of little hidey holes that kept us out of the wind. Mm-hmm. Didn't do anything for the snow or the rain, but it was just snowing. And every time it would let up a little bit, we'd stop, yep. jump out, glass. We had probably about an hour and a half, 30 minutes of solid glassing, maybe. Lots Bro- of deer. Broken into 10 different stops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of deer. Lots and lots of deer. We're out. I didn't see any bucks tonight. Mm-mm. All those zero bucks. Yeah, and that's it. And that leads us to right, right what we're at right now. So not a whole lot to report. <laughs> Tomorrow's the last morning. Last morning. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. I'm gonna hunt the morning and then get home. Um, Make the wifey happy. Told mom I'd be home by dinner. Went and bought uh, corned beef and cabbage. Yeah. So, put told to tell her put the roast on 
tomorrow before I get there. And then I'll go home and make some potatoes and put the cabbage on and have a nice dinner with the family. So that'll be good. Uh, it's been it's been a long hunting season for me. So this is the last hunt of the year or, you know, of the season, yeah. of the 2022 season. Started end of September or early September, end of August. I retired and I left. I retired on the 29th and I went hunting on the 30th. And it's been quite a few hunts since then and nothing crazy, but just continuous you know it seemed like mm. every two weeks i was gone and uh it's been bananas between that and bow hitch work i've been non-stop so i'm looking forward to having i think i have a month off before my next show and then we start 3d season and mm. it's on after that just gonna out there promoting the bow hitch huh mm -hmm. yeah well, well, a, once people see it then they're it's so hard to explain so you guys want to see it you got to look it up the bowhitch.com but like me explaining it to you right now i'll just confuse you and you'll say that's pretty stupid yeah <laughs> it's hard to explain it really is but yeah i even after i saw it i was like ah, i don't know if i'd use it it wasn't until i went hunting with jermaine and i was like yeah I could totally freaking use this. this. Yeah. A lot of hiking types. Yeah, like when you're hiking a lot, you put a lot of miles on. Totally fucking worth that. Mm -hmm. That was, that was uh, that's how I got started. That's how John and I got introduced to each other. I saw him on face, on uh, Instagram, I'm sorry, and was watching some of his stuff. And he had killed a coyote with a bow. And then I watched some of his YouTube stuff. And I'm like... This guy's a bad motherfucker, man. Like, you know, when, like, I love predator hunting. So when I saw you killing him with a bow, I was like, all right, this guy's a real deal. And we had just, like, I had approached you and I think we had 50 bow hitches made. Right. And uh, that was our first run. They were cut out of a plasma cutter. Uh-huh. They, they were good enough. You know, they would have right. worked. But our new ones are, you know, laser cut, laser cut. three different sizes, just a, a different animal. But uh, I remember I called John and said, hey, man, would you, or I, I Instagram message, would you be interested in trying one of these out? And he's like, no, you know, thank you. I appreciate it. But if I don't need it on my bow, I don't want it. And uh, so, you know, thanks for reaching out, but call somebody else who, who will use it. Yeah. And so I thought that was awesome because, you know, most people would be, yeah, send it, you know. Right, and then you waste and money. Then, yeah, I waste my money and I have no money to be wasting, you know, right. especially trying to start a new thing. And then, uh, you know, a lot of people, yeah, send it. That's cool. And then you never hear another word from them. So it was, I really I hate I, that. I really oh, hate that about that dude. So that, I like tried purposely yeah. not to do that. Like if it's something that I'm going to check out, I'm really going to give it a chance. Give it a chance. Yeah. Yeah. I'll fucking take it. Yeah. No, I, so I super appreciated that. You know, we stayed in contact, um, slowly but surely. And then, uh, you had uh, put out a post if you have any cool stories. Mm -hmm. So I reached back out to you for the podcast to tell you about my axis deer when my buddy almost got fucking skewered. Oh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> so that, that was a cool story. And then, um, ah, shit, I don't know. We stayed in contact, you know, just on social media. And then uh, you went hunting with Jermaine this year. Mm -hmm. And so it was super cool. So the reason I bring it back is because when you went hunting with Jermaine after that, you and I had text each other and, um, 
you said, hey, that thing actually works pretty good because Jermaine yeah. has it. Yeah. And so that was just like super validation that you have to see it work. Mm-hmm. You know, that's kind of the way it works at the 3D shoots. That's why we got to go to them because when I show you how it works, then right. people buy it. Day one, we don't sell too many. Day right. two, three, and four, they just come and sell themselves. Like, right. fuck, I should have bought one day one, dude. Just like, walk yeah, around, up and down just, the mountain. Yeah, people, but I, I, I get it. I totally understand it. People want to ask, and, well, do you like it? What do you think? Is it worth it? Is it? But um, they work. Like, even yeah. today in that, you know, cactus shit and the rocks and all that, stopping glass, you don't have to put it down. Right. Like, that's why I was teasing <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. You know, it's a small little thing. Right. You know, but... It uh, it works. Yeah. It's cool. But the little uh, pistol that you had worked good on that single point sling, though. Yep. That was money. I think Shane would have really liked that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. I brought you a couple. Oh, I did. You're sweet. Excited. <coughs> Those are fun. Ouch. Man, it's like I, found I, it. I, I found it. <laughs> I got a thorn in my back. No joke. For like over a month. And every time. Oh, I think I know. Yeah, I think I know where it is. We could do some super not gay stuff and I could save your life, John. <laughs> I'm a hero. That's what I do. Yeah, you're, you're like a doctor, aren't you? Pretty close. My EMT <laughs> basic. That's, that was terrible when I started and even worse now. Uh, I fucking hated touching patients. I'm done. I haven't touched a patient in a while and I don't miss it. Yeah. I don't blame you. Not one bit. I don't blame you at all. But yeah, you were asking me about Argentina. Yes. Yeah, so we're we were there for like I think we were at the hunting spot for like two days at this point. So we went and did wine country first in Chile. So we were there in Chile for two days, which by the way, they were going through like uh, revolution over there. Yeah. While we were there, there was fires in the street, riots fucking bananas I remember reading about it bananas right and I'm like what the fuck are we doing here we need to get the fuck out of here the whole world was going to shit while I was over there but like I said best life I ever left lived <laughs> 21 days 20, of paradise 21 days of just uh. yeah but no so they they show up like two police officers and like two health officials of some sort they're all masked up and they're like, we have to test, take your temperature. That's all they did was really take your temperature. Yeah, they, t- they took our temperature. And they're like, okay, if you don't have a fever for 14 days, you can leave. I'm like, oh, okay, fine. Well, for, like I said, 14 days turned into 21 days. None of us were sick. We were, we literally flew from, right. you know, from the United States to, we went from one country, we went from a country that had, at the time, like five cases to a country that had no cases. And so I wasn't worried that I had COVID. I wasn't worried about COVID until we were on our way back. It was the fucking re- most ridiculous thing ever. It was, felt like I was be, it was being run by a bunch of morons. We sat online for six six hours I first off before we got to the airport before we got everything set up I don't want to pat my own back but I'm going to pat my own back I don't think I've ever I don't remember if I said this on a podcast when I actually told the whole full story but I was very instrumental in 
not only getting us home, but like 200 something other Americans home. Because I had direct uh, contact with the consulate and I had made a connection with an airline. And I put the two together, the consulate and them together. So basically Eastern Airlines, which is no longer in business, it hasn't been, still has a small fleet. And the United States uses Eastern Airlines to, they like re, uh, I don't know, ignite them every time there's a crisis. Okay. And I had found out that they were doing this they were flying, or they had, they had flown people out of South America before. And I got in contact with this one guy who was like a part of it and whatever, and I put him in contact with them. So within like three days, now we had a chartered plane to get back. And it wasn't free, but you know, we had to pay. It was like, it was very it was silly because it was like $1,850 a person for main cabin and back. And it was like $2,300 for first class. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Um, I don't want to get COVID. I'd rather be in first class, like try to be with as, ma- as little yeah. people as possible. <clears throat> right. So I, myself, Charles, his wife, my wife, my cousin, his wife, got six people. And I think first class was only like 12 people. So I was like, eh, okay, I'm Good at least odds. six of the people that I know are going to be up here. Good right odds. Now. Whatever. We didn't know. Nobody freaking knew. This was March 2020 is when COVID first hit. Anyway, so I'm like, I paid for the extra. We all paid for the extra. We paid for the bag, extra bags, what do, everything we had to do. We get to the airport. We wait online for six hours. And they social distanced us. So oh my God. 37 mile line. It was. Oh my gosh. It was literally the whole airport. <sighs> and we were the only flight that was leaving. We were the only flight that was leaving. Wait, it's even worse than that because to get to Buenos Aires to get this flight, we had to fly out of La Pampa. And the only way to do that, because there was no commercial jets, we had to charter a plane. Uh. We almost couldn't do that because they they had road closures and they wouldn't let us leave. Even though we had the, it was so weird because we had the stamp of approval and the paperwork to leave, but there was like checkpoint. I mean, it was like really militarized shit over there. It was kind of scary. I mean, they're a socialist country. It's borderline. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't have to get yeah, political on gotcha. Borderline communist. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was fucking nuts. So we didn't even know if we were gonna get there. But I charter a plane. I had to get my sister to wire money. It was like wacky. Twenty thousand dollars later, whatever it was, it was fucking ridiculous. We had to get. We got from where we were to Buenos Aires, and we we went through all this shit to get there early only for that flight, the original flight that we were supposed to get on, to be canceled 
to oh. go the next day. Oh, 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 oh. So I'm fucking livid because we just spent oh. like stupid amount of money. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Stupid amount of money to get there. Oh. And we get there and now we're like, okay, we're not leaving today. We're leaving tomorrow because there's more Americans coming. Oh. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I got it. I was upset, but I wasn't. I wasn't livid. I wasn't yeah. livid yet. Well, when the new, they changed over the new to the new plane, we lost our seat assignment. I spend two and a half hours on the phone in the hotel room. First off, we're locked on one floor in one wing of a hotel, Hilton Hotel. We can't go anywhere. We can order room service or we can order the Argentinian version of um, Postmates. It's called like, I don't know. It's got their own, they got their own app for South America. Yeah. But it's Postmates. It's the same company. It's just a South American version of it. So I'm like, man, I don't know if I want to eat what they had. They had like something. I'm like, let's order from Postmates. Well, all these things that we were ordering, the places were actually closed. And they never shut down the ability to order it. Oh, so six hours goes by. We haven't no eaten shit. Uh, now it's too late to get food from the hotel. Uh, Finally, I get this one company, that this one restaurant is open. They come and deliver food. And I completely forgot that Charles' wife does not eat hamburgers. Specifically. She, she's got a thing with it. And I, I don't want to get into that. Why? Because she's got a background for it. And I, I'm, I told, and I forgot. And that was the only thing that I ordered. That. So now she doesn't have anything to uh, eat. Uh, Get a hold of another company that's delivering pizzas. Finally get the pizza. The pizza shows up like fucking two hours late, later. And now we've been there for 10 hours or whatever the case may be. She hadn't eaten. Felt terrible for her. Anyway, so on the phone for three hours with the, with the airlines, they finally reassigned us the seats. Everything's good. You should have seen me, dude. I was raging, rigged. <laughs> Like veins popping out of my head. I don't know. My wife stopped well. me. I, almost, I can believe it. <laughs> I almost threw my, a seat out the window. Like that. I was like fucking fuming, fuming, because it was just like one day after another. Like I, I don't have this documented well in my head because all the bad shit I've kind of forgotten. I just remember the good shit. Uh-huh. That's kind of the way I am anyway. But so now I think we're good. Now go back to the airport. We're online. Six hours We get up there We don't have fucking seats And I am I just <laughs> I'm gonna get arrested At this yeah. point Cause I'm just like What the fuck I'm like I got This is my oh, slip I have this confirmation These are our seats da, 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 da. I spent this amount of money When do you get money back? When do you get shit? We were able To get Our I think well, at least my wife and my and my cousin Paul's wife were able were able to sit in first class. There was, was two seats, oh. and the rest of us sat in the back. Now, wait, we've been social distancing. I told you that, right? Six hours online. Fine. Then they squish us all together in one room. Two hundred and something people in one room, shoulder to shoulder. And I look at my cousin. I'm like the fuck is this and we would you made all this think about us social distancing 
and the crazy bullshit that you made us do and it took this long to get through and now we're standing here for an hour and a half to get onto the fucking plane and we're all packed into this thing like a sardine and plus we're all going into the same plane which is a flying petri dish I'm like I didn't get COVID this whole fucking time I'm gonna get it now yeah coming home gets even better the flight is delayed we had a connect so it was flying from Buenos to Miami and then we had a connect we had an hour and a half connecting flight from Miami to Phoenix well we get to Miami three or four hours late missed the flight we have to stay overnight in Miami we have to stay in the hotel at the airport and nothing's open we're not allowed to do shit not allowed to leave the room and this is at least in Buenos Aires we had we we were in a nice suite it was a beautiful room this is a little shitty uh, I mean dude it was smaller than this fucking this room here in the trailer uh, it's like ridiculous I'm losing my shit my wife did not want to leave and I was starving I'm like they have one breakfast place that we could go to downstairs or one restaurant downstairs to serve breakfast lunch and dinner so I went and got his food and I brought it bread back up whatever but we finally get home. It's the day before my son's birthday. That was the only thing. I was like, I got to get home before my son's birthday. We get home the day before my son's birthday. We walk in the door. And my kids wanted to run over and hug and kiss me. And I'm like, no, don't. I don't oh, know. I don't know. Man, you don't know yet. Yeah. I don't know. what. You know, right? Yeah. Like, no, oh, stay over there. Sucks. We're going to go take showers at least. Let's do yeah. that. And then, you know, whatever. I don't know. It was fucking crazy. <laughs> that was a crazy time for sure. Crazy. Damn. 21 days total. Ugh. That was... Yeah. That was crazy. Were they able to ship your anything back? Yeah. From the hunt? Yeah, yeah, I got everything back. Good. Within a year. Then Believe okay. it or not, it's still at my taxidermist. I haven't actually seen any of it. So, yeah, they did the capes. They salted them, packaged them, and then they shipped them. They shipped them. To, they couldn't ship them to me, so they shipped them to California. And Charles went to go pick them up. California of all places. Yeah, they couldn't ship them to me because my international air, Phoenix International Airport, doesn't have a certain. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a, it, it's it has something to do with customs. Mm-hmm. Like you have to have a certain type of customs mm-hmm. person there for it. And so, yeah, we shipped it to San Fran, I think. Damn. Yeah, it was pretty hell cool. of a story. Yeah, it's a, it was a lot more crazy than that. But yeah, I got to yeah. tell you, while we were there, like I said, I'll show you pictures or whatever. Every meal was amazing. We were eating game meat for every freaking meal. Like everything that we were killing, we were eating. Damn. You know, water buffalo. Oh, like all, all kinds of shit. And it was just amazing. Everything, the preparation, everything was done. Even like we were having like charcuterie and whatever. Uh-huh. It was all like black buck. Wow. Yeah, like just, you didn't know. It was like, you thought you were eating like prosciutto and and wow. like salami. It was amazing. Damn. Yeah. One of the things that we had every day was this thing called um, viscacha. I didn't know what it was. It looks like chicken. Really is what it looks like. It looks like chicken and it's like pickled almost like um in a brine of some sort and they serve it and it looks like 
You know, like if you were to get, uh, do you ever eat the, the, the white meat chicken that's in a can? Like you, it's kind of like a mm-hmm. chunk white yeah. meat, kind of like that texture and that look. Um, but very, very good. And it's basically a viscacha, at least the ones that are there. I've looked it up. There's a several different breeds of it. But the ones that are there look like a raccoon had sex with a rabbit. Mm-hmm. And that was, they had a, had a baby that was half raccoon, half rabbit. Like the rear end looks like a rabbit. And it kind of like hops almost like a rabbit. It's a fucking animal? Uh-huh. And the face looks like a raccoon. It's got the mask. They're nocturnal. Anyway, so they're like, yeah, man, we go hunting for these at nighttime. You want to go? I'm like, of course. <laughs> okay. There's a fucking deer shit in the woods. Like, yeah, yeah let's go. Uh, we started driving around on high rack trucks, which that's not how we hunted. But the, at nighttime, we went out around on high rack trucks with these big green lights looking for Viscacha and shooting them uh-huh. with the 22. Nice. At nighttime. <laughs> the fucking, awesome. It was like, it was, it was different. I was like, I didn't know how I felt about it at first. And I'm like, yeah, this is kind of fucking cool. We're eating them, right? Whatever. Yeah. And we're just whacking these gotcha. They weren't easy. They're not like, they didn't, they saw the lights. And if you broke the like 150 yard mark, they were gone. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, oh, can we try to shoot with the bows? Like, nah, it's not going to happen. No, nah, you're never going to get close enough. Like, damn okay but anyway yeah but man i i was averaging i think i looked i was nine miles it was nine miles a day i was walking so i didn't gain any weight when i was there i was just fit looked good ate, <laughs> feel good <laughs> I feel good you. just eating good uh-huh. enjoying my wife uh-huh. just it was like man it was literally it was my best life damn but at the same time, I was stressed out because I didn't know my kids were – my kids were in good hands because they were with my parents and my mother-in-law, mostly with my mother-in-law. So I wasn't worried about them. I knew they were home because school was closed. But I was stressing out about my business. One of the reasons why I get to hunt as much as I get to hunt and do what I get to do is because the invention of the cell phone, I literally – Work anywhere. I can work for many, as long as I can answer my phone calls and at least send emails or whatever. And I really couldn't do that there. We only had, it was satellite. Oh. And there was times during the day that we didn't have satellite because the satellite wasn't over us. So yeah, it was, it was rough. It was rough because one, I didn't know what the phone, my business was just deemed essential. So we were, yeah, because I do commercial pools and the county requires whether or not people are using the pool to be to be served. Ah, cool. So, you know, I had guys out working and, you know, it was it was crazy. It's crazy time. Mm-hmm. Can't believe it's already going on three years. Almost three years. Yeah. Those bananas, dude. Bananas. We had to get dressed up in the bunny suits and stuff like that to go on calls, and you just never know what's happening. And then they would tell you over the radio, like, take universal precautions, yeah. which typically only came out when it was an AIDS patient or right. somebody with hep, and they knew there was, 
you know, something, and it was just about every call coming out. You're just taking this shit home every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. My co- my cousin, <coughs> my co- my other cousin, Paul, my oldest cousin, he's, I think he just retired this year also. He's with Brooklyn Squad One, which is like. The Mecca. Yeah, it's like the smoke jumper mm-hmm. version of mm-hmm. city, being right. a city uh, fire department, <laughs> the city fireman. But he said they were fucking dealing with crazy, just crazy, crazy shit. And he hadn't seen shit like that since nine eleven, when which he lucked most luckiest thing ever. I mean, he, unfortunately, he lost a lot of his friends and a lot of his colleagues. He was off that day, and he was only off because he switched with somebody to work on his roof on his house. Damn. Had he been there, he, he would have probably because I think I think oh, I sure. want to say his yeah. whole squad died actually. Damn. Yeah, it was it was fucking oh, badass. Man, that's brutal. Yeah. So, but fuck. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how you guys do that shit. Three hundred forty-three people, firefighters. Mm-hmm. For him, I can't imagine that. Just takes me to another place thinking about that, knowing he was off and mm-hmm. somebody else is there working because we do it all the time. Right. Hey, man, John, can you work for me? I'm going to go hunting. Yeah, I got you. Mm-hmm. Oof. Pretty nuts. Yeah. Get all. It can all go. It can all go. No doubt. Yep. A lot of the, uh, a lot of the things that we we find are, you know, whatever difficult or there's just so trivial in comparison to a lot of you know stuff that goes on that other people deal with and I don't know like I'm notorious notorious for crying over spilled milk. I get heated about shit that I shouldn't get heated about. It's mo- It's usually when something, when it just it's like piling on. Because I'm I'm a guy that deals with. Oh, you saw me today. All I day. deal with all day long. Just yeah, I might as well be a fireman because yeah. I'm just fucking all putting day. out fires all day and day long, all day damn day long. And then yeah, I'll deal with all that and. To let it roll off my shoulders. I'm not. I don't deal with it as well as I used to. Like I used to be like, yeah, whatever. Da, 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 da. I just move on with my life. But now it's just I'm getting to the point in my life. I'm just like I'm tired of it. So tired. But and then I'll deal with all that, and then literally the freaking milk will spill, and I'll fucking just lose my shit. <laughs> That's like, your trigger. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it's a metaphor, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Oh, like, I just lose it. One like, thing. Yeah. But it, it's just because I've dealt with so much other shit before that. My wife is like, what are you getting so upset about? I'm like, you know, just, yeah, just let me have my moment, please. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, only takes so much. But, yeah, it's crazy. It's 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 easy to tell, hey, just relax, let it go. But it's a hard thing to let a lot of stuff go. So mm. sell that business, bro. I want to. I can't though. I did a calculator recently. I think I have to work till I'm like seventy-seven. <laughs> hey, you need a new calculator. Oh man, I I my, I got a really bougie wife and bougie kids, man. Hey, they better figure that shit out. I feel so different now that I'm not working every day. Mm. It's out of like 
my mental health and my well-being and everything, even at home, like, oh, yeah. it's a night and day. It's amazing. It's incredible, dude. I, I, I envy you. <laughs> it's, it, it's crazy. And it's, uh, you know, money's good. And I'm obviously making less money now because I'm not getting my full checks and stuff. But... Yeah, but I don't have. Mind. See, that's the thing. I don't have a pension. I don't have. Yeah, I've been no, self. Yeah, dude, it's. A I've been self-employed. I don't have yeah. that. I don't. You know, I'm gonna have to rely on Social Security when I know. Which yeah. is, <laughs> if there is any left, yeah. By the time I retire, Can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So I. I don't know. I'm just gonna constantly, constantly, figure out how to put money. You know what though? I I constantly try to figure out how to retire earlier. And my life constantly figures out for me how to spend more money so that I can't do that. Like the new, th- not really the new thing, but the, like the last five years, my, my wife is like, we need a bigger house. I'm like, I don't want to work for fucking in a house. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm happy where we're at. I'm like, you're happy? Are you, I, I keep having this conversation with her. Like, are you happy that we are, we can pick up and go whenever whenever we want. Are you happy that we could go out to eat whenever you want? Are you happy that Amazon shows up to our fucking house every goddamn day? Yeah, no shit. Like you buy whatever you like. All this shit's going to go away if our mortgage goes from this mm-hmm. to this. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you know. And plus, we still have to think about how we're, you know, how we're putting money away so that. I can retire. I mean, shit, I'm freaking, I'm not old yet, but I'm 47. I'm fucking tired. I don't want to be working for another 30 years. It's a long time, dude. 77. I don't think I can work 30 more years. No, at least not the rate that I'm going. I'll I'll die. (laughs) Or kill somebody. Yeah. More than likely, (laughs) I'll die. Yeah, I look look at my father-in-law and... Man, that guy was a oof, he was a spinner, man. He would he was all over everything. He was like, you saw me on the phone today. Mm-hmm. He was like me tenfold. Damn. Always, guy slept like four hours a night. Now there's definitely differences. Like I take care of myself. I eat well for the most part. I definitely work out all the time, and I live an active lifestyle and he was not he's, he's my hunting buddy and he liked to go hunting but I would carry him up the freaking mountain half the time <laughs> you know copy that so he wasn't exactly the healthiest man but he had four freaking heart attacks and eventually one of them got him you know and I just I fear I fear that for me because I know stress is like the number one the number one killer and I'm always stressed out. I'm even more stressed out now. Like you take like health of wildlife and all that stuff. Man, I'm constantly like, there's so much worry and like, when you start looking into stuff and you start caring about more things, like you carry that weight with you, man. It's fucking rough. And I don't even deal, I don't even deal so much with the, the policy side. Like Charles is always, you know, putting together the actions and dealing with like that, that day to day stuff. And like, man, if I was doing that, I think I might freaking slip my wrists. It's brutal. Yeah, I dealt with it in Santa Fe and in New Mexico, where I'm from, trying to change the arson statutes, and it's just a fucking nightmare. 
yeah. and I dealt with it for a couple of years. I tried it two different sessions, but doing it on a day to day was something that, like, and I was obviously passionate about changing the arson statute, right? But like hunting affects you know so many people and livelihoods and working for an outfitter and being an outfitter and mm-hmm. it's just like on so many levels yeah. like that you could take it personal and that's when it makes it right hard to to turn off it's not a switch man i i know i just need to let a few things go i try to i and i don't know what because like now i've noticed that i've been i've been doing so much that I'm not putting enough effort towards any one thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And everything is suffering. Mm-hmm. Everything is suffering. So, like, half a wildlife, just if I just take half a wildlife by itself, even that, every day I come up with a new idea. Like, I'm an idea guy. I'm also a doer, but I'm an idea guy. If I had people that I could be like, okay, you you run with this. You you run with that. You you run with this. We would be so much further along. But I don't have that. We don't have enough funding to do that. Yeah. Uh, we don't have enough volunteers to do that. But if I had that, that would help out tremendously. But I keep picking up things, and I take them so far, and then the next new shiny thing comes, and I pick up that, and I go, and then other aspects of my hunting I'm always constantly I'm like I'm like you with the, the bow hitch okay like do you know how many things that I've developed oh yeah I have prototypes <laughs> of broadheads uh-huh. backpacks slings uh, you fucking name it dude I've done it inserts collars other a uh, bow sight bow fishing stuff I just developed a bow fishing target and I spent money I spend money and I developed these things and I'm like I'm never gonna bring this to market who the fuck has time to bring this to market so like and I'm constantly doing these things and then I got my guiding business and then I got the podcast and then I got my business business which actually makes money for me right the rest of it takes money yeah oh, I get it dude yeah Plus, I'm a father of three. I'm a husband. I got to do all I got. I'm a son. I got all these other, like, and it's just like, how the fuck do you fit all this shit in there? And I found that, like, the, I don't know, man. Lately, when I'm going hunting, I'm not enjoying it like I used to because my head is everywhere. Constantly everywhere. It's just, wow. It's just a weird thing. Um, I'm with you a thousand percent. I had a javelina hunt in New Mexico this whole last month, and I didn't get out one day. Yeah, and I knew I was going to come here. And if I didn't have this hunt with you, mm. I I would just be happy to be done because yeah. it's the same way. It's almost stressful to be leaving because you have so much stuff going on. So my wife, she was awesome with the the elk hunt that I had this year. She's like, "Hey, you're never going to be retired again mm. like this." You're never going to have this good tag again. Just mm. go enjoy it. Whatever you want to do, just go. So I was literally gone like 16 days. I came home two days in the middle and then went back out. Oh, and, wow. And yeah. It was amazing, dude. No stress. 
I've never had a hunt like that where I wasn't stressed, where I was encouraged. Wow. Hey, good luck. Go, Daddy. Go get a big one, Daddy. You know, like everybody yeah. was rooting for me, so that was cool. I've never had that. Fuck. Either. It was incredible, dude. I've never. I always feel like I'm stealing. Oh, me too. Always. And and like stealing. I'm like freaking robbing. Time. You don't have to do it, but you kind of have to do it, right? Like I guess we justify it. Mm-hmm. I need to take this guy out. I need to help him because of this and this. I need to go because of whatever. Right. Like, dude, he needs me. Like, this guy's not going to shoot shit. Like, yeah. he doesn't, baby, he doesn't know what to do. Like, then right. to go for two days. Right. I'm going to kill something. We'll all come back. So I try, and I try to tell her, I'm like, Lodana, you don't understand. When I take somebody, my favorite thing is a first-time hunter. Mm-hmm. Like, or, or newer guy, right? Like, he didn't didn't do it right. But when I take them and teach them and show them these little things, like, like I, I do a good job at explaining like why we're doing it and what they're learning along the way and why I make decisions. And by the time, dude, when they're about crying and you know they got something in the dirt, it's mm-hmm. like you don't understand, babe. Like this is this is what I do it for. And so she finally got to see it. I took uh, one of my best friends on his first bull hunt, mm-hmm. and he killed an elk. And he came up to her, and like it was almost in tears. And he's just not that dude, right? Oh man, it was the coolest thing. He's like, you don't, Lorena, you don't know what it meant to me because she was sick. She got COVID. Oh, that shit. was the first time, and she was sick. Uh, that was a dude. That was a tough one because mm. I still went. Oh yeah. She well, she was doing okay, mm-hmm. you know. But then, of course, when I crashed and she didn't want to be like, you know, don't go. Right. He was by himself. He's like, dude, if you need to stay home, I'll figure it out. It'll be okay. And I was like, I'll go. We'll fucking kill one right away. Right. And we had to. It could have killed on opening morning anyway. Long story short, it was brutal. But the way he thanked her was, she understood. And because he remembers every second of it, every fucking minute, every lesson, it was it was worth it. But it's hard, man. It's hard to enjoy them. Like even now, you know, like I'm having a good time. It was nice, but it's where you're like, like shit. There's there's a you're thousand like, hey, there's a thousand things only to hunt do. Till Ten o'clock. Yeah, I know. I got I gotta go. Yeah, I literally have a thousand things. I'll probably be on the phone the whole way home. But it's good good problems to have. Just learning to say no, mm-hmm. I think, is one of the biggest things. Uh, somebody told me. You need mm-hmm. to learn to say no when you start because once you start, you can't turn it off. So if you start to learn to say no, mm-hmm. people understand. You know, it's not like uh, we hustle enough. We can make it anyway. We don't have to say yes to everything. Right. But that's easier said than done sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now I'm lucky, man. My wife's she's freaking awesome. She's very supportive for the most part you know there's there's times that we definitely argue about yeah. it but she's very very good she runs the ship when I'm gone yeah but man yeah I don't remember the last time I went and I felt like like I said man I really always feel like I'm stealing I'm stealing from somebody mm-hmm. I'm either stealing from a business I'm stealing from my kids stealing from my wife stealing, you know I'm not it's never you always borrowing from Peter to pay Paul you know when like it's like it's always yeah it's rough be nice you know at that times you know, I, I've often wondered if I was still a young single man and just had no responsibilities what I would be able to accomplish 
we were having this conversation the other day. Who it was? Oh, I think it was two days ago. It was me and Shane. We were talking about it. You know, I don't remember what sparked it, but probably something about the hate. I think haters or something. We were talking about. I was like, Mike, you know, I always wonder if I'm. I think it's a thing what guys do. We we compare, like we not compare, but we take measurement of where we are. If I'm saying that right, I guess. And it's like, I look at my career, my hunting career, I should say, I'll call it a career. And where, where am I in that pecking order, you know? And it's like, he's like, you gotta understand something. He's like, yeah, so-and-so might get this caliber of deer, this caliber of bull, but how many days did they go? for 16 days he went for that guy takes the whole month off to go hunt here in Arizona that or this guy does that you know like he's like you go five days you go seven days look how much success you had in that short amount of time like yeah you're right you know it was like a little validation there and I was like I don't know how that came out. I don't know. It's on your mind. <laughs> that was on your mind. You uh, you were saying if uh, you started over. Oh, yeah. If I started over. Yeah. Maybe. If I could do what I am able to accomplish now, yeah. that's where I was that's going. That's where you going. <laughs> Thank you. We're back on. Back on track. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. Um, yeah. What kind of craziness would I be able to freaking accomplish if I could be like, yeah, I'm going hunting for fucking two weeks, going hunting for 20 days, whatever. I'm going to take the month off and hunt all of January. Let's see how big of a buck I can get here in Arizona. Yeah. I don't even know, man. That's that's a conversation Shane and I were having. Like, I don't Man. Possibilities. You ever see that movie? Was it the Hall Pass or whatever? No, no, no. Missed that one. The the wives give their their uh, husbands oh shit a, a hall pass oh, for shit. a month or whatever whatever it is. Whoa! You could do whatever you want to do for X amount of time. We could do whatever we want to do for X amount of time. And it, it's it's a really funny movie, you know. Like the guys end up like this sucks. We don't know what to do with ourselves. But I was like. Kind of thought about it, like, man, if I had a whole pass, not all the bad shit I could do. I'd be like, look at all the fucking hunting I could do. (laughs) I could do in one Uh month. You know, how many places? What can I do? I'd go try to, honestly, it's been a dream of mine forever to take the whole month of September off and go try to kill three bulls in the month of September. Where at? Arizona, New Mexico? I don't know. Wherever I could get three three bulls. Wherever I could get three tags. Okay, okay. You know, kind of make it it work. That, and for years, I almost tried to put this together. I wanted to try to... Well, I've done it with Whitetail where I took the whole month of November off. Wow. And, uh, yeah, I was able to kill three, three bucks. But I wanted to take a whole year. 
because not a whole year, but almost a whole year, because you can hunt deer in the United States almost every single month. If you look at all the season dates, you can hunt from like from from July to March. Damn. Yeah, because you could you start hunting blacktail in July in California, and then Florida has a March season for deer, all the way through March. So you could literally go to how many different states and Damn. just like make this, you know, for deer. Epic. Oh, I've always wanted to do that. That's pretty sweet, right? And try to like, that. yeah, at least try to get one every month. Yeah, you know, that'd be freaking amazing. I didn't even. Never even crossed my mind. Dude. Yeah. You know, what's also crazy is that you can hunt deer in the rut from the end of October to March. Also. Where's the rut in March? Florida. Okay. Yeah. What yeah. did they have there? Whitetail? Yeah, whitetail. Oh, There's shit. There's three different types of whitetail in Florida. I've... So I've done, I've been trying to get, not trying, I haven't really been actively trying, but I wanted to get, finish up my whitetail slam. There's the Gulf Coast, the Seminole, and the, uh, the hell's the other one over there? Is the Seminole the one that lives in the swamp? What does that do? Yeah, they, they are in this, they are in the swamp, but so are Gulf Coast can be in the swamp too. Oh my god, I can't think of the other one. There's three. There's three in Florida. Cool. Right there, you can you can literally hunt three of the of the subspecies. So there, I'm missing one down there, and I'm missing the Pacific Northwest, which is like there's a Colombian a whitetail, but there's also considered a Pacific Northwest, and I think you could get. There's even parts of Idaho that are in that, like the western side of Idaho, but you're close then. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I've had it for a pretty pretty close to having it for a long time. But I don't even know if they had I don't even know if that thing is still around, Whitetail Slam. It was like a it was big for a while, like it's, it was started by I wanna say Tom Moran that might have started it. But I don't know. Anyway. Time to go to bed. Let's go to bed, buddy. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thanks for checking out the show. Really appreciate you. Keep those reviews and those comments coming. Helps us keep this free. Do me a favor. Go check out Phoenix Shooting Bags. Use promo code John Stallone to save 20%, all one word. And check out Howl for Wildlife. Thank you very much. And we'll catch you on the next show.